Welcome to another Forever podcast, where today I'm delighted to be joined by Beatrice Freeman, author of Introverts Make Better Networkers, How Anyone Can Succeed. Her workshops and book help to deal with anxiety and how to get the most out of business networking. An award-winning clean comedian, Beatrice has been sharing stories from her many professions, including opera and cybersecurity, in an interactive stand-up comedy format at international conferences and online charity events. She saw an excellent opportunity in the global lockdown to network online and learn to speak on camera. Over this time, she has participated in over 250 speaker club meetings in 46 countries and developed into a highly praised online meeting evaluator, as well as public speaking contest judge. So Beatrice, thank you so much for joining me today. Hello, lovely to be here. So an opera singer, comedian, speaker, it's a bio that doesn't sound like someone who might struggle with confidence in networking. Tell me about that. Confidence. Confidence is an interesting issue. We tend to think that confident people were born confident, uh, but in my experience, confidence is a skill and it can be developed it is accessible to anyone, it's just a skill. Opera, comedy and public speaking all take confident performance to be enjoyable to the audience, but am I a confident person? I am an introvert, um, I'm an extreme introvert even. I enjoy silence, I enjoy solitude rather than constant interaction and parties. I had a stutter as a kid and no one could call me a confident person then. Sometimes we just not lucky enough to grow up supported and encouraged, but we don't have to put up with that for the rest of our lives. We can change it. And I've done a lot of work to be able to do the things that I want to do it takes a lot of skills and I am confident in my skills. So I, I prepare, I rehearse and I memorize a lot. I think that rehearsing doesn't get mentioned enough. We like to see the marvelous performances that happen as if by magic, but magic takes a lot of work. So I approach everything I do, speaking, comedy, networking, workshops and keynotes as a carefully prepared and precisely executed show. And um, I can recommend it. I guess it comes from my background in the performing arts. <laughs> I think there's some um, good advice in there. It's true. I think people who are really good at things and practice a lot make things look easy and people don't understand all the preparation training rehearsal and so on that's gone into something so yeah you're reminding us of that what was the inspiration for your book about networking and introverts I wasn't planning to write a book I never thought I would have a book out but I was told to teach how I network when I was networking in one of the big events in the city and how it happened. One of the people I came up to talk to at the event said to me, I've been watching you work the room and I wanted to ask you to give me some lessons. Really surprised, but 
then uh, when I got another request like that from from people from the Warwick Business School and I went there and held two workshops and I was asked a few questions how this is done best and on my way home on the train I thought I just write it down what they asked that will be useful for for future workshops and as I was writing it I thought why don't I put it in a book mm-hmm. write up a manual for people to to network better to network easier to with less less anxiety my, my the title of my book is introverts make better networkers mm-hmm. how, how anyone can succeed because I think as introverts we often excuse ourselves from networking saying that nope it's not for me it's for all those people who enjoy talking to strange people it's not for me but anyone can do it well that's very encouraging what are the common mistakes um, that people make when networking common mistakes um i think is the perception of business networking as something that is too similar to social networking. We don't make enough distinction between business networking and social networking. And most of the difficulties that we have with business networking stem from this. So number one, business networking is not social networking. Then what we do, we waste too much time on one conversation. We assume that nothing will come out of it so we just stand here and chat and we don't give it enough chance especially as introverts and another one would be that we go to network and i think oh yeah this is done now i don't need to repeat it it's been done oh i'm a great networker i have networked for hours and Mm -hmm. then we don't repeat it but networking to work needs to happen regularly it really needs to be repeated a lot so doing it once in a while not so good Uh, another one waiting for the person that we've talked to to start the networking bit of networking Mm -hmm. don't start for it go and do something yourself be the initiator in in the networking process but the most important one it's listening quite often we go out and say what we do and how we do it. And then when the other person is talking, we are not listening. We are thinking about what we're going to say next. Most of us do do that, it's it's a natural thing to do. But if you don't listen to what the other person is doing, you don't know how to network with them. So most important mistake that that we make is not listening well enough to the other person. Yeah, I would agree with that, actually, because I think it's the ultimate respect to give someone your full attention. And you can actually tell, can't you, if someone's actively listening to you. Um, You know, you flourish under that when someone is actually actively listening to you. So, yeah, I think that's a good tip. So I believe that you've devised a five-step method for networking. Could you tell me more about that, please? Oh, yes. Methods. Don't you love methods? I love them. <laughs> yes. I love little systems. I've got Me to... too. <laughs> Have you got a little system for everything? Well, I'm a Virgo, so yes, it's um, yes. <laughs> compulsory. Yes. Well, I'm an introvert. I have a system. <laughs> but I think it helps people to, to have systems, especially if someone has done their legwork like I have done. It's, it's 
about eight years that I've been networking. I, I started networking for, for an innovative software company and I, I had to go out and network for them to explain what the software was about, what it was helping with and to get clients and early adopters and get partnerships. And I couldn't quite do it the way that I was advised. I mean, advised what I, with the advice I found, couldn't find it, couldn't quite get the results that I wanted to achieve. So after a year, of paid networking, being a member of every networking organization I could find in London, my boss called me in and said, <clears throat> Beatrice, you have no results. We've spent all this money and we have no results. So you're not going to network anymore. But it is true that networking is the way forward for, for an innovative company. So I'm not sure what to do with this. And I said, what if I didn't waste any of your money and I did networking without causing any extra costs because I really think this could work. And that's how I sat down and developed this little method. I, it wasn't because I just wanted another method. <laughs> it was, yes, my job was at stake, so I had to do it. The five-step method is, is based a lot on my background as, as a performer, as a background in the performing arts. So I basically treat networking as your own show and that's slightly different from the advice that you that you get there my method comes from a very practical approach so number one every time you go and network it's your show you must prepare your show rehearse your show and time your show time is money your performance must be genuine and authentic and personal and then don't wait start giving immediately when you have established that this person is great for your network start giving start the networking and the system is is based on clarity of communication and leaving nothing to chance and the elements of it are first have a strategy before you go clearly explain what you do listen carefully ask and agree to follow up already in the networking situation so I've used it since 2012 daily and since March 2020 also daily online with about 500 hours in, in 46 countries. It works. So you talk about um, since, you know, March, which was obviously the time we went into lockdown and we transitioned amazingly quickly, didn't we, into an online world. Um, I think I read a report that said we saw four years of digital transformation in three months. So... Can you still network online then? Of course you can. It's not what the platform is. It's how good your process is and how much enthusiasm you put into it. And the transformation online has been absolutely amazing. Isn't that just fantastic? Everyone suddenly is a mic master. And technophobia used to be a thing. I used to be a technophobe. Now, no one is a technophobe. <laughs> Everyone knows what they're doing. I think what came out of the lockdown is that we found out how quickly we learn. We do learn very quickly if we have to. And the festival of learning has been quite impressive. I think we might have achieved saturation, though. I think we might have achieved saturation and an online overload. And I think we miss seeing people's shoes and bags. 
Mm. We sometimes see hats, but shoes and bags, please, can I see them? I am actually wearing shoes today. I think everyone should wear shoes on the Zoom. There it is. That's my shoes to prove it. <laughs> so how do you network work online then? What's, what, what's the skill there? Can you give me a bit more information about that? Yes, well, I've had a lot of fun doing this online. And well, sometimes not so much fun, but a lot of experience. Uh, well, I have ended up doing this because I've had a lot of time to do all this networking. You could say, well, 500 hours, 46 countries. How have you had time, Beatrice, on top of your daily work to do this? Well, I lost all the work in the lockdown. So I lost the business which I've been building you know, with such dedication after winning the comedy award. And well, it took me a couple of years at the start to build it up. And I started taking off big time in January 2020. And it, it all ended in April. So I, I just looked what I could do next, what, what could be done. And then I found out that my international speaker club was meeting online. So I filled my days with that not having work, but thinking that actually this is an opportunity to acquire a new skill, speaking on camera. And knowing how to network allowed me to develop these contacts into proper networking connections. To answer your question, everywhere is a good place to network if you know what to say and how to follow up. My tips, be genuine and authentic. It is now the time to be even more genuine and more personal and more authentic because on screen, everything is more visible. Number two, be excited. Excitement draws people in. Excited, but not manic, not manic. Excited, be clear and concise. Then be aware of time. Don't waste people's time. Don't waste your time on discussing in networking on discussing the weather the pets the furniture unless you're in the business don't discuss anything outside get contact details this is what people forget that time is ticking you may not see that person anymore sometimes you network in the organized networking platform format and they give you five minutes and then you're having this lovely lovely conversation not watching the clock and the person disappears. You never see them again. You didn't take down the, the name. Ugh, it's just a waste of opportunity. So remember to take contact details fairly quickly in, into your conversation. And one that is going to be surprising, don't be yourself. Don't be yourself. Be your business self. Not the same thing. Not the same thing. This is business networking. Be your, be your business self. So be genuine, be excited, be clear and concise, aware of time, take contact details quickly and be your business self throughout. Wow. Well, that's really concise and powerful. And you've obviously honed this skill, speaking to camera, um, all the meetings that you've been doing since lockdown. Um, is there anything else that you would like to share about hosting meetings and presentations online as you've sort of developed this sort of presenting to camera um, yes it's quite different to being in person isn't it it is it is and it isn't at the same time i have lots of tips 
Number one, prepare as well as you can. Prepare and memorize. Do not trust that you will read it off well. I have made this mistake. Have you made this mistake before? Yes, definitely. It's very dangerous. You think you can read it. It's even easier now because no one can see your notes. But you put your notes on an electronic device and it stops working or your connection stops working or something falls down and there you stand. The clock is ticking. People are looking. You are feeling mm, silly. Very, very silly. Well, to avoid that, prepare it and memorize it. Number two, engage with your audience and keep the engagement going. That's very important. Yes, content is king. They always tell you content is king. Content is still king, but people are less energized. People are frustrated and fatigued, and you need to address this. So engage with your audience more and keep the engagement throughout the meeting. Online will never replace human contact. And the moment we safely reopen, we'll want to feel and to be inside that spirit of togetherness that live events provide. Now we need to reproduce that online, that spirit of togetherness. So the excitement, the physical presence, the sound, pay special attention to how you sound. We tend to focus on what you look like because we see, yourself, we see ourselves on, on camera, but we're not so conscious about how we sound. Now the voice quality matters to me more personally because I'm an opera singer, but everybody appreciates a lovely, smooth, silky sound. It's honey for the soul. Number four, if you are hosting a meeting and there are so many of these meetings now, and that's the key, there are so many meetings, make people feel welcome. This is your chance to stand out because there are so many meetings. How are you going to stand out? By wearing a funny hat? Not really, that is taking away from your authority, from your professional achievements. How to make yourself stand out, in my opinion, the best way is to make your audience welcome. You want to be a host of a warm webinar, a personal presentation, natural networking, to sum up, be personable, enthusiastic, welcoming as normal, but engage more with the audience. So ask questions, put up polls, let them vote and respect the new closeness. You are in the homes now and you're close to the ear. It's, it's a different setup. Think about it from this perspective. So adjust your communication to that. Now to make yourself feel better in the process. Number one, don't be alone. Get someone to help you with the technicalities so you can focus on your wonderful content. There are many people who would like to help. There's always someone, even in the audience, who would take care of the technical things. And then that's one thing less that you have to worry about. Number two, and it makes a huge difference. Number two, wear shoes. <laughs> okay wear shoes. seriously i'm sitting here wearing my shoes and feeling extremely professional what mm. a difference it makes i'm looking at them huh i've got shoes i haven't seen shoes for such a long time have you seen shoes 
when was the last time you saw shoes? Oh, well, I went out between lockdowns and I did put some high heels on, but I did have to walk around the house for a little while practicing in them. It reminded me of when I was a teenager and had my first pair of high heels. So yes, not wearing shoes enough, clearly. And next tip is invest in lighting. Ah. Invest in lighting. It's very important and it can make you look younger and it makes you feel more professional. Anything that can make you feel better is going to be good. Check if your technology works together well, especially when you've got a new microphone. Quite often they, they don't work so well. Talk into the camera. That's where people go wrong. They look at the screen and they think I'm making eye contact with all of you on screen. But what it looks like to us is that you are checking your emails while you're talking to us. <laughs> aye, 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 that's just not what you want. So trust that that little light, very unpleasant little pin thing is the place into which you need to look and make faces to it. And that will register as, as you're making eye contact with people, especially when you're using two devices, check which device is, is projecting your face to people. Yeah. Another thing, background photos, put as a background some of your own photos. It makes it more personal. You use your own photo to bring some personality. Again, we're talking about engagement with the audience and about it being warm and welcoming. Mm. So put, put something that is yours in the background. If you don't want to do that, and sometimes it's not suitable, one good thing is to make the background a slide of your presentation or a title or the word. You can put it on and it's being displayed. You can even have a whole presentation rather than having a PowerPoint. You can put the presentation on your backgrounds and just change the backgrounds as you go and sit at the corner of the, of the screen. This way you don't have to alternate between PowerPoint and not being able to see people. And it confuses you less and it makes you feel more comfortable. Well, that's a good idea, I like the sound of that. And, and when you're feeling more comfortable, then you can give more and we can all in, in enjoy it more. Now, remember, it is your show all the time. It is your show. So if you put on a great show for people, it will be, it will be felt and it will be appreciated. Don't let people take over your show. It is still your show. Don't let the chat take over your show. Sometimes, it just becomes its own show. People comment and interact on the chat. And here you are having a lovely presentation with a warm webinar, wearing shoes, looking in the camera, and no one is responding because they're all on chat, chatting to each other. Don't let that happen. How to avoid that? Set the rules at the very start. Tell people the chat is switched off don't take questions on the chat. Don't take comments. I would say, this has worked for me very well, take questions on email. This way you are receiving real questions in real time, but other people can't comment or indeed put all the attention into the chat and following the questions. The questions will be answered at the end. And this is your show. You have decided that questions will be answered at the end. You are taking the questions on email and responding to them at the end of it. And it does not disturb the flow of your show. 
And if you've done all this beautifully and still something goes wrong, my tip would be, this is a live show. Don't get too bothered. In the live show, as a performer, uh, I, I know this firsthand, nothing goes to plan 100%. It's not possible that a live show would go 100% right. And with this knowledge, you can relax. It's fine if something doesn't go to plan. So when it doesn't, don't apologize. Thank the audience for the patience rather than apologize. Thank them and smile. Uh, thank you and a smile go such a long way. Now, it may look like online speaking is all about technology, but that's a mistake, in my opinion, to think. It is still about the togetherness, being together in an event. Of course, the lighting, the framing, the microphone, all the technical aspects. But most of all, I think we go to events for the feel of togetherness which we miss so much in present times. So when you are presenting, use words like we, our event, our time together here, mention enjoying it, ask for nods, ask for raised hands in, in response to your questions, make it physical and make it personal. Networking works best when it's personal and also webinars work best if they are personal. That's amazing, actually. So many things in there I hadn't thought about, but um, and and certainly the sort of the closeness of things that you're talking about being in people's homes. And I'm definitely going to wear shoes on my next one. So, Beatrice, thank you. You've been amazing, and um, so much information that you've imparted to us. If people want to um, find out more about you or connect with you, what's the best way for them to do that? I've got a profile on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. I don't think there are many Beatrice Freemans. Right. I'm, I'm the one. I'm the one with the funny background. It's, right. Yes, I look like a comedian. Mm. <laughs> okay, Beatrice. Well, thank you so much. Um, I'm, I'm sure, as I say, people will get a lot from this, and perhaps we can have you back in the future um, to talk more about um, networking and um, presenting onto camera and so on. So, um, for the time being, thank you so much. I've really enjoyed talking to you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. <laughs>